Amen. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Welcome. Amen. To Revival Fire Ministries. Amen. I'm Apostle Missy. So excited that you are here with us this evening. Amen. Looking for God to do some supernatural things in the earth with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to ask right now that everyone, if you just take this time and that you will share this page, share, like, invite a friend. Amen. All you got to do on Facebook, YouTube, YouTube, just subscribe to it. You will be known when things are coming about. Um, amen. I'm just getting a little bit hot right here. <laughs> so, excuse me. Amen. So we're just asking, amen, again, that you would like, that you would share that you would invite someone to be a part of this. Amen. Tonight, I'm excited. Um, I'm going to be ministering tonight. Amen. About the pursuit of God. And um, we pursue a lot of things. We, we really pursue a lot of things. And it is really time for us to pursue others. Good evening, Pastor Carmen. Shalom. Amen. Good evening, Sister Keisha. Good evening, Prophet Audrey. Good evening, Elder Cheryl. Good evening, Mother Cherry. I see my leaders are on. Amen. Hallelujah. We give God the praise, honor, and glory. Just write something. Let us know that you're here. Let us know that you're alive. Amen. Um, Sister Phoebe, amen. Good evening. Amen. We just got off of Clubhouse. Amen. We were talking about um, the when prophets become witchy, witchcraft. But tonight I want to talk about pursuing God. Good evening, um, Elder Judy. Amen. We are praying for you. Know that God is good. All is well. Amen. We believe the report of the Lord. Good evening, Sister Marla. Good evening. I mean, Minister Marla, I should say good evening, um, Sister Melissa. Amen. We're just really looking for God to do some supernatural things. Good evening, Sister Shakira. Amen. I'm going to ask, amen, that you would just invite somebody, like, share this in the name of Jesus. Yes, Minister Judy, Elder Judy, know that God is faithful. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all what we can think or what we can ask for. He's a God that healeth thee. Amen. There is nothing too hard for God. Amen. He moves beyond our mind thought. He, he, moved, he just moves in ways that we never thought that he would move. And God does a way to grab our attentions, to cause us to pray, to cause us to fast, to cause us to seek his face. But I know that the God that we serve is able. Hallelujah. So we give God the glory. Amen. I remember, Sister Judy, my son's uh, heart rate dropped so tremendously. I got to get, I had to get rushed into a C section. They told me all this stuff was going on. And on, before I knew it, I was in the operating room. But I know that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all. They lost his heart rate. So I know God is able. Amen. And then his APCAR test, they took that. He was a 10. So don't tell me that our God is not able. Amen. But tonight, Amen. I am going to um, be talking about the pursuit of God, because one of the things that I am aware of and many of you are aware of that we have pursued, um, you know, a lot of things in our lives. We have pursued jobs. We have pursued careers. We have pursued relationships. We have pursued husbands. We have pursued friends. We have pursued all different types of things. But one of the things that I really want to talk about is us really getting into a place of really pursuing God, because I really believe that we want what God offers, but we don't want God. And what I mean by that, you want his gift, you want his ministry, you want him to give you a car, you want him to get a house. But do we really want God? We, we seek 
fame. We seek stardom. Um, we seek a lot of things in the earth. And one of the things I know about people, amen, is that um, once you, you know, once they get something, it's never enough. So they always want, want, want. But I'm telling you that when you get God, all you're going to want is more of him. You're going to want him. And you know, the Bible said when he comes in you, he comes into you complete. There's nothing missing. There's nothing lacking with God. And, and so I know that the God that we serve is able. Amen. So um, I've been just looking at this. And so I really want us to go to Hebrews 12 and 1. So if you got your Bibles, many of you are so used to me um, putting scriptures up. Amen. That you that you will be able to see the scriptures. Um, um, so I'm going I'm, I'm going to try to do that tonight. Amen. Um, but if I can get um, Minister Jesse, if you can come on, you can write those scriptures down. Who was ever Sister Shakira, my scribe. Amen. So we are um, at Hebrews. We're going to look at Hebrews 12 and one. Amen. So we go to Hebrews. I'm just going to try to get these scriptures up for everybody to, to um, look at this evening. Amen. So if you can write them up, Sister Shakira, Hebrews 12 and 1. Thank you, um, Pastor Carmen. I appreciate that. Um, again, um, we are we're looking at Hebrews, the book of Hebrews. Amen. Um, we're going to look at that. And everybody who knows me knows that I am a King James woman. Amen. I'm King James. I love the King James. Um, I tried other versions. It does not work for me, um, but that's okay. It does not work for me. Um, so we're going to look at that. Um, amen. So I don't see the scripture up there. So Amen. There we are. So we're going to look at Hebrews and um, we're going to look at 12, um, 12 and one. He says, wherefore seeing we also are compassed with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so does easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that was set that was set before us. So again, we're looking at this. We see Paul is uh, writing and Paul is talking to us and Paul is telling us it is a season of us actually to run because he said, let us run this race. There's a cloud of witness. We're going to lay aside um, the weight, but we are going to run with patience. So this is a season of a run and we are going to run and we're going to run hard and we are going to capture the heart of God. We're going to capture the mind of God and we're going to move in. In, in in his ministry and the power and authority that God has called us to. Um, but I know, you know, there's seasons in our lives, amen, that many of us are more intent in the word than other seasons of our lives. Sometimes we, we run more to the word when something is going on. We run more to the word when you got to preach, when you got to study, you run more to the word when your children are in trouble, you run more to the word when you need some answers. But whenever Everything really seems fine and dandy. 
in your life, it seems like there are the times that you really don't pursue God in, in the capacity that you would pursue him when something was going on in your life. Because what you want is you want um, an answer from God. So that's when you start fasting. That's when you start praying. Have anyone ever just start fasting just because they just know they it was just a season of fasting, not because they were looking for anything, not because they were waiting to hear God say anything, because you've already been hearing God's voice. But a lot of times when things, when we do those things, that's because desperation comes on our lives. But I want us to look at those things as a part of our life, as a part of our relationship with God, that we don't need a storm. We don't need a circumstance in our lives to cause us to run you know, run to God, but God is looking for people that are hungry for him, that are thirsty for him, that are crying out to him. They, you want God to do something in your, and you, you, you just want God. You want God to be God in your life. You know, and again, I'm not saying that you're looking for a new house and a new car. You just want him because he is the author and the finisher of your faith because he first loved you because he sent his only begotten son, because he is the one that saved you. He's the one that healed you. He He's the one that delivered you. He's the one that bought you out. If God would do nothing else for you, will you still serve him in the capacity that you're serving him now? Or would you even serve him even more if there wasn't um, if there wasn't a miracle? Would you still love God in that capacity because he is God? Um, and, and, and really coming in this place with God that um, a praise and worship team don't got to tell you it's time to praise God. The praise dancers don't got to dance to get you um, to dance before the Lord, to get you to wave your hands in the Lord. I, I, I want us to be able to come into a mindset and a place with God that our spirit is released in him and that whatever God wants to do, that he will be able to do without our flesh beginning to fight his timing, his purpose and his seasons in our life. Um, we have gotten to a place um, where we have become so commercialized. We have become uh, um, um Everybody else is it we we to the point where we don't spend our own time in the word. We need somebody else. But God is like, when is the last let me ask you the question? If you have, I want to see you answer. When is the last time that you just sat in God's presence? Just sat in his presence. Um, you didn't want anything, um, you weren't asking for anything, that you just sat in God's presence. Not and I'm talking about and, and has that been your daily routine? Is there a day that you just come and sit in his presence and you just wait on him, wait on him to speak to you, even wait and knowing that there is beauty in the silence of God, there is serenity silence of God, amen. Um you know, some people are saying today, so I, I, you know, so I'm just, I'm blessed that we are able to do that. And we need to get into this place that this becomes an everyday lifestyle. I'm not trying to come out to you today about warfare. We've been talking about serpentine spirits. We've been talking about the spirit of discernment. We've been, you know, we've been talking about pride, but I'm going to use that one scripture right now. Amen. But if you can go to Proverbs 16 and 18, because there is a place when we are seeking God um, because he is God. You know that you got to deal with everything that's inside of you that will disrupt that will disrupt 
you, disrupt you from um, getting in his presence. You got to pull down everything. The Bible said pride go before uh, before destructions and the Holy Spirit before a fall. So I'm saying that because I want us to be able to get in a place to know that we need to be discipled. We need to be discipled and we need to be the discipline. We need to know that God is God and beside him, there is no other. He is the alpha and omega. He is the beginning and the end. He is the first and the last. He is the creator. He's the everlasting God. He is Jehovah Jireh. He's your provider. He's your banner. He's your source. He's your protection. He's your way maker. He is the lily of the, of, of the valley. He is your, your morning. He is the dew that falls in the morning. He he is everything. And I want us to come fall in love with knowing that he is everything. If he, if God never does anything else in the earth for you, he's still God. He's still alpha. He's still omega. If he never does anything else for you, he still is provider. If he never does anything else for you, he is still peace. He is that regardless because that is his name. He is the creator of all things. The Bible tells us in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. God, the word was here in the beginning. Amen. It tells us in Genesis 1 and 1 that uh, that God created the heaven and the earth and the earth and, and the heaven and earth without form, void and darkness, covered the face of the deep, and the spirit of God hovered above the face of the waters. So I want you to know that when everything was in chaos, he was still God. When everything was disruptive, he was still God. I'm telling you that the God that we serve is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can think are or what we can ask for. But if he doesn't do anything else for you, will you still love him? Will you still worship him? Will you still pray to him? Will you still magnify him? Will you still give him the glory? Will you still, you know, will you still pay your tithes? Will, will you still, amen, worship him in spirit and truth? If God does nothing else for you, will you still serve him? Amen. Um, let's go look in um, Colossians. Let's go to Colossians. Amen. Three, one and two. So we're going to look at Colossians um, three, one and two. And it says, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. And I and I really believe I, I wrote this weekend and I was preaching last week. Um, and you have to understand that earth is not your home. Earth is just your assignment. Earth is your assignment. It is not your home. The Bible tells us that we are pilgrims and we are passing through. So you have to know because we're on this earth, you have an assignment and your assignment is to keep your hand to the plow, not look back and do the things that God has purposed and promised in your life. Now, many of you may not know that what that is, but how you find out what your purpose is in God is um being in his presence, developing an intimate relationship with him, with him. But Colossians 3 said, if, if ye then be risen with Christ, no, we have been risen with him. We died in him. We rose with him. He told us to seek those things above which Christ sitteth on the right hand of the father of uh, right hand of God. 
So it lets me know that for me to seek him, amen, I got to seek his will. I got to seek his desire. And for me to begin to seek him, I need to know where his place is. Yes, Paul talks about that Christ is in us, the hope of glory. Christ resides in us. And um, I was really um, teaching um, on Sunday about that. And I don't know how many people truly understood what I was trying to say, but you got to understand that when Christ blew his breath in you, he reset you. When you got saved, you got reset. Amen. And we know, according to scripture, when you look at um, Elisha, when he breathed into the boy and the boy breathed seven times. And when you look at this, the, he sneezed seven times. And when you look at that word sneezing, it means that there is a reset. But I want you to know that every time Christ blows in you, he is resetting you. He is repositioning you. He is setting you up for the greater. So we have not received um, our, our reset. I, I don't know if you are hearing me. We have not received a reset. Amen. So what he's telling us to know that Christ is sitting in heaven far above. Ephesians tells us he's seated far above principalities, powers, rulers, dominions, spiritual wickedness. So you got to know that if Christ is seated, let, 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 let me let me just go there real quick. Ephesians. Open your Bibles to Ephesians. Amen. Ooh, take a breath, Misty. Take a breath, take a breath, take a breath, take a breath. I want to see where. All right. Well, I'm going, I'm going to do something different. So let's go to Ephesians chapter one. Um, we're going to look at this. It says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you and peace from God, our father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, I'm going to ask if you can go online and come on and um, read for me. Amen. I'm trying to use wisdom. The doctors told me settle some of my voice. Amen. It says grace be to you and peace from God, our father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. He says this so profound in um, Ephesians one and three. He says, bless be the God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who have blessed us in him, blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. So in order, amen, for us to receive even what God has for us, we have to get to a place, amen, that we have to know that we are blessed in him and that we have um, spiritual blessings in heavenly places. You have to know what heaven is and what heaven looks like. And the Bible is filled of scriptures that tells us what heaven looks like. Even when you go to Revelation, it is filled with scriptures that tells us what heaven looks like. But number verse four says, according as he has chosen us in him, listen, we were chosen already in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy without blame before him in love, having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasures. So we got to know, and we have to realize already that we are seated in God, Christ Jesus, far above, amen, that he's already blessed us. You got to know that, that he has already blessed us. It says, amen, if you can come on, amen, I'm going to bring you on. I'm sorry, I just need a reader tonight, amen, amen. I just need a reader tonight, 
Amen. So I bless God that um, Prophet Jesse is going to read for me tonight. And um, as she's reading with me tonight, I'm going to just ask that y'all just, you know, would would receive, amen, um, the word of the Lord. Amen. As she's reading. Amen. It's a little different, but I need her to read tonight. Amen. So we're in Ephesians um, chapter one. And um, if you start at verse eight, I'm trying to use wisdom. Amen. Um, don't don't shoot me. I just need to use some wisdom. Amen. So if you can come on, Where read Ephesians. He, Go ahead. Ephesians one eight. Wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath proposed himself, purpose himself. That in Listen, the gonna stop right there. You got, if you're going to read with me, you got to stop. Okay, well, I tell you guys, help me, okay? So it says right here, having made known unto us the mysteries of his will. So one of the things in, in our pursuit for God, you got to already know that because our pursuit is to know his will. Our pursuit is to know his character. Our pursuit is to know his intent. Our pursuit is to know his purpose. Our pursuit is to know the assignment that he has for us in the earth so what he said in verse 9 amen that that it is his good pleasure it says having made known unto us the mysteries of his will so there is a mystery of his will that he has already purposed inside of us amen and we need to know that he said this has already been predestined it's already been set for us, amen, to um, to know the mystery. A mystery is something that has been concealed. A mystery is something that um, the answer has not is has not been made plain. Y'all watch uh, unsolved mysteries before, and you're trying to find out the mystery of something, but God said it's unsolved. God said, "I gave you the mystery. I gave you the secret." And, and he said, which he had purposed in himself. So that's why it's important for you to know that Christ who lives inside of us, amen, he has already released the mystery that's been hidden in ages. Keep reading. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are I need you to go back because you missed a couple, you missed a word there. Read it again. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Listen to this. He said that um, when the fullness of time, he will gather together in one all things in Christ. You hear that? Which are in heaven and which are earth, which are in earth. Okay, so we are seeing, amen, that there is a, 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 I don't, I don't know the word, but there is a gathering, there is a combining, there is a place that where you begin to see that earth, that heaven and earth become one with God. So that's why you got to understand your place in, in your position, because that's what gives you the authority to begin to decree a thing and it shall be established. OK, keep going. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him 
who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Go ahead. That we should be that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. Okay, I want you to move down right now to um verse 18. Well, um 17. Okay. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and of what his calling. No, no, the hope of his calling. You got to know the hope of his calling. So the eyes of your understanding have got, got, got to get enlightened. Because when our eyes of our understanding will get enlightened, we want to stop pursuing things and we will start pursuing yes. him. When your eyes get open and you understand who this is that lives inside of you, you will stop pursuing things and you will start pursuing him. We don't, if we are honestly truthful with ourselves, who are you in pursuit of? Are you in pursuit of him? Are you in pursuit of things? Are you in pursuit of him? Are you in pursuit of position? Are you in pursuit of him? Are you in pursuit of titles? But he's telling us that our eyes of our understanding, they got to get enlightened. You got to understand that understanding, according to um, Isaiah, it is one of the spirits of God. Yes. So the eyes of our under, the eyes of your understanding have to be enlightened. How do our eyes of our understanding get enlightened by we got to receive him who is understanding? Y'all, y'all hear me. Um, um, go, go really quick to um, Isaiah. Isaiah 11. Yes. I'm talking about pursuing God, and I'm already somewhere else, so we're going to be okay. Go ahead. If you could start at verse one. Okay. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might. So again, he's talking about the eyes of our understanding. The only way our eyes of our understanding become enlightened is that we got to allow the spirit of understanding to rest upon us. So we, it is again where um, Paul says, let this mind be in me that was also in Christ Jesus. So if you want to know the death of God, the breath of God, amen, the weight then the glory of God come in acquaintance with that because the mystery is supposed to be made known unto us. We got to have amen. The spirit of the Lord got to rest upon us. That word upon is broken in two words. It means up on us. So not only does it need to live up in you, it got to come up on you. You got to get immersed in in um the spirit of the lord you got to get immersed in the spirit of wisdom what are the other ones the spirit of understanding what's the other one the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the lord so we got to have the spirit of counsel the spirit of might and the spirit of the fear of the lord they have to rest upon us so we have to know that when we are seated in him these things will only cause us to seek him these 
this spirit will only cause us to get to know him. His spirit will only get us to know his voice, to know his character, to know who he is. It's his spirit. Without his spirit, we will seek other things. But he says in the beginning, amen, um, he said, seek the things which are what? Above. Yes. Amen. He tells us that we should seek those things which are above. Amen. He 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 tells us. Um, he, um, it's in, I'm thinking in uh, Matthew um six. Seek ye first the kingdom. Matthew so when you, so when you look at that, he says you got to understand, and that is the pursuit. If you want to know who God is, you got to know where the kingdom is. You will never find God outside of His kingdom. Because wherever God goes, his kingdom goes with him. His kingdom, amen. The, listen to this. We don't even look at the scripture. The, the word of God said, the earth is the Lord's in the fullness thereof and all that dwell therein. And we got to understand that. Yes, the earth, amen, is the, it's the Lord's, but it's also his, it's his, it's his place. It is his resting place. So you got to realize that you were made to be kingdom. <laughs> you got to know that because you are saved, when you appear, kingdom shows up. Y'all got to hear me. Because we breathe from kingdom, not from earth. We get our instructions from kingdom, not from earth. So when we're looking in Isaiah chapter 11, when he begins to talk about the spirit of the Lord rests in the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, those things, where are they? They rest in his kingdom. Yes. They abide in his kingdom. So when Christ comes inside of you, the hope of glory, his kingdom comes in with him. And his kingdom is inhabited by what? Who he is. It's inhabited by uh, um, wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. It is inhabited by it. So every time I seek kingdom, I got an understanding that I'm pursuing him. Yes. Seeking him out. So a lot of people, they, they want stuff, but they don't want kingdom. If you don't want kingdom, it lets me know you're not in pursuit for him. You're in pursuit for earth. Knowing that the earth is his. And his kingdom will be manifested in the earth. <laughs> because earth is a rep, earth is supposed to be a replica of his kingdom. Amen. Earth was created to, to, to uh, display God's glory. Earth was created. Listen, that's why you can speak. Um from heaven into the earth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. L li listen to me. Ev I'm going somewhere else. Every time God spoke, he spoke from heaven. And I told you this, he spoke into earth. So you got to know that every time, that's why it's so important for you to speak. You speak out of this kingdom, which is heaven. <laughs> I don't got to wait to get to heaven. I carry heaven. 
Y'all don't get me. Y'all don't get me. So keep reading um, over um, 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 Prophet Jesse. Um, uh, Isaiah 11. No, we're going to go back to um, Ephesians. Ephesians. Okay. And what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. 19? Keep going. The riches of his glory of his inheritance is in his saints. In so the saints. we don't need to ask for glory. And I always tell you, it is present within us. It said, and what is the riches of his glory of his inheritance? And it said, there's riches of his glory that rest inside of us. That's why I'm telling you that you don't got to pursue earth's glory. Earth's glory vanishes. Earth's glory fades. All this stuff that we look at will fade and pass away. But you got to realize what really resides in us. Oh, God. Keep going. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power? So you got to understand that there is a exceeding greatness of his power. So there is a exceeding greatness of his power that is working. You hear me? Working of his mighty power that's working in us. See, the thing about when you pursue God and when you see who God is, you'll understand who you are and you will understand your authority in the earth. Yes. You will understand your position inside the earth. That's why you can't seek stuff on the earth. That's why Paul uh, is constantly telling us to set your affections on things above, not on things that are on the earth. Because you listen, if you are saved and you are a child of God, you don't operate from the earth realm. You decree from it. Because you operate from the kingdom. <laughs> Y'all hear me? And yes, you do, do decree out of the kingdom. But when I'm on the earth, I'm decreeing from the from the earth realm, but I'm decreeing out of the kingdom. Yes. Hallelujah. Go ahead. This is where I want to get to. Keep going. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. So again, if God set Jesus at the right hand of God in heavenly places and we are seated in him, where do we where do we rule from? If we are seated in him and Christ is seated on the right hand of God in heavenly places and we are hid in him and we are predestined in him, we God manifests us in the earth but we always stay still been in heaven. You got to understand we are spiritual beings. Our spirit still remained. So it said he set him in his own right hand in heavenly places. Go ahead. Keep reading. So which he brought in when he raised him from the dead and set him on the right hand of the father. I need the scripture where he says we are seated in him. Keep reading. Keep reading. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Keep going. And had put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, 
which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Now, I want you to switch over to Ephesians 2, 6. I want you to understand this. All right. Ephesians 2, 6. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Read the next thing. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. We live in this show. <laughs> yeah. So he told us, amen. Um, go, go, go to two, one, go read two, one and down. And you, and you have, he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Where in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of a disobedience. So he, he we, we've been, he said, and you, he, and you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses. We were dead in that, right? Keep yes. reading. Among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling so, the so Paul is telling us, I'm telling you, when you pursue God and you set your affection on things above, this is your past life. This is not supposed to be your current life. You don't live here. The enemy wants to remind you. He wants to take you out of the heavenly places. He wants to take you out of your seat in Christ Jesus. He wants you to be carnal minded. But God said that he raised us up and he set us in Christ Jesus in heavenly places. So again, that um, we had conversations, but the word that he said, these are conversations in times of past. They're not present. So if we are having these conversations, there's something wrong about where are seated, where we're seated and what we're pursuing. Yes. So when you pursue something, you let stuff go. I, you know, I can't pursue when I got a whole bunch of baggage on me. I got to let something go. Keep reading. Go yes. to verse three, verse three. Among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Keep going. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us. Keep going. Even when we were dead in sins, have quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. Keep going. Come on, keep reading. And has raised us up together and made us sit together in heaven. He Christ. raised us up together. Yes. He raised us up together to sit together. He raised us up together and made us sit together. Yes. That's what we miss. We don't want to sit together. But he made us sit together. Mm. Christ made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in ages to come that he might show us his exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness. By grace we are saved. So when we, in, in verse 10, read verse 10 real quick. 
For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So God is trying, amen, to get us to a place, amen, that we are seated in him. Now, Colossians 3, 1 and 2, amen, that we read, he told us to set our affection on things above, not on things of the earth. When you look at that word affection, it means to entertain. Do not entertain thoughts of the earth. Do not um, um, savior or think or regard things of the earth. This is not our home. Again, this is our assignment. He said, don't even have, uh, you don't even have a, a sediment or an opinion on it. Because again, we're supposed to be where in heavenly places. Yes. So we got to get this place and we got to root out this mindset that we get so entangled with the cares of this earth. Mm -hmm. Amen. And, and, and it's interesting because um, when you look at the word affection, it comes from the root word understanding. Mm. So when you look at that, what is he saying? See, the thing about us is we have understanding of the earth, but we don't have understanding of the kingdom. We know all the rules, the science of earth, but we don't know the laws of God of kingdom. Okay. Now, go, go to Philippians 4 and 8. I pray you're being blessed. Amen. This evening, I pray that you're being blessed. Amen. Okay. Read Philippians 4, 8. Philippians 4, 8. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on those things, these things. He said again, read that slower. Finally, brethren, whatsoever thing. Finally, finally, brother. You know, you know, if you really knew who you were, if you really knew who you were, you would really, you would, you would never be afraid of anything. Yeah. If you really knew your authority that you had in the kingdom, and you had in and um in the favor that you have with God, you would not be moved. If we really understood kingdom principles, we wouldn't we you would you wouldn't we would realize how afraid the devil is of us than we are of him. Yeah. The devil is afraid for you to pursue God because when you pursue God, your true identity of who you are in God is going to be released in you. And it's going to cause you to be dangerous. Yes. It will cause you to open up your mouth and create what is not present. 
it will cause you. The Bible said we could decree a thing and it shall not and it shall be established. But the problem is we are decreeing from a place of not knowing our full authority. Because mm -hmm. um you got to you can't allow this mind to kick you out of promise. Yes. You can't allow this mind to kick you out of divine purpose. You can't have this mind cause you to fight with God. Paul talks about the carnal man is enmity with God. Yes. And he fights with God. But you got to realize, but Paul says, but you're not carnal anymore. Because Paul talks about you have learned how to kill the carnal man that the yeah. carnal man's voice does not continue to speak to you. I'm telling you, when you pursue God, amen, your language and your vocabulary will begin to change. Amen. Someone told me today, I said, I said to someone, well, if I missed it, let me know if I missed it. Let me know if I'm off. That's exactly what I said to them. I said, if I'm off, let me know that I'm off. This prophet said to me, don't, I don't want to hear you say that word ever again in my presence. I was like, there ain't nothing wrong with that word. He said, um, but the word that you're saying is not kingdom. It gives too much room for the enemy. So mm -hmm. we got to, we, we got to know kingdom language how do i know kingdom language ezekiel said i gotta eat the straw yes you know you know we look at the word um there there's some things in this word when we read it's like whoa whoa it cannot be is that possible um can i decree that the rains rain will stop for three and a half years can can i decree those natural things if you speak from the word of what you ate yes you gotta learn how you know what you gotta know what you speak because we're speaking you can eat the word but what is coming up out of you because what comes out of you can defile you yes and it can you outside of kingdom y'all don't it'll take you outside of signs wonders miracles and mighty deeds what you speak out of your mouth um you can destroy what god has set up you can destroy your tomorrow by what you speak right now because your words have death and life in it so we're trying to pursue God. If I'm trying to pursue him, the only way I can pursue him is by eating his word. And then when I eat his word, I got to release his word out of my mouth. Yes. My whole vocabulary got it. <laughs> got to change. You. Help me, Holy Ghost. You got to know that there is a creative 
ability in you, just like was in Genesis 1, 1 and 1 and 2 and 1 and 3 and 1 and 4. You got to know that when you speak, you, you speak from the mouth of God, the throne of God. <laughs> I'm trying to say things that without me saying them. So you got to just 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 try to get get it um, because I don't want to release certain things if you can't handle it. But God, but I think there's a time that is coming that the hard things that we don't want to speak, we're going to have to begin to speak and we're going to have to make them plain. Like, you know, that when I speak from the see, I have been swallowed up in him. I have been made in his image. I have been made in his likeness. I am one with him. What more do you need to understand about your pursuit in him? As I pursue him, he lets me know I'm more like him than what I think. When I pursue him, he begins to let me know that I am is present in, in me. And he gives me the authority to speak from I am. <laughs> Hallelujah. Somebody give God glory. So glory. Jesse, he said, finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest. So we got to change the whole way because that will cause you to win the battle right there. If yeah. you can let God grab a hold. See, the thing about it is he said, let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus, right? He also yes. said, therefore, if any man be in, well, he also said, be ye not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? Um, yes. So when we begin to take on his, how do you get his mind? You got to allow his mind to get in you. Philippians 2 5 says what, Jesse? Let this let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. We gotta let oh so um I'm gonna ask you a question since you're on. So if I let this mind be in me, what happens to my mind? Well, your mind is no longer in operation, it gets replaced. So Philippians 2, 5 said, let this mind which be in you, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So the mind that was in Christ, if my mind occupies that, what, what mind do I have? I'm asking you a question real quick since you're on here. Oh, if your mind occupies that space? No. If I let his mind be in me, whose mind do I walk in? Christ's mind. So whose mind do I speak out of? Christ's mind. So my mind becomes what? Christ's mind. Christ's mind. So where's my will at in there? You have Christ's will. 
So when we begin to operate in that realm, understand the authority that we have when we begin to speak. Yes. In the beginning was the word. So you flow in a power, in authority of God. It's no longer you. So when you pursue him, you become him. Yes. Y'all got to hear me. Don't get, don't get fleshy on me. Don't get fleshy. Stay in the spirit with me. The enemy don't want us to walk in that kind of authority. Because we can cast nothing out in our name. We cast it out in his name. So when I pick up his authority, I have the authority to speak his name. Yes. Y'all, go to Philippians 4, 7. Philippians 4, 7? Yes. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. The peace of God. So he begins to talk about as I pursue him, he leaves me a peace, but not just any peace, the peace of the father. Yes. And what does that does? It surpasses my understanding. Why? Because it's no longer my understanding because I'm operating in what? The, what the spirit of understanding. Yes. And the spirit of understanding was going to keep my heart Amen. through him. So it's no longer my heart even. It's his heart. Because what is keeping my heart, Jesse, according to that scripture? What is scripture? God's peace. Which what? Surpasses all understanding. So the peace that surpasses understanding is going to do what? It's going to keep my heart and mind. It doesn't just say, it's a hearts and minds. Hearts and minds. I'm not even going to touch that. It's plural. It's not singular. It's a whole nother thing. It's going to keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Because the enemy, what he wants to do is he wants to battle for your mind. He wants to battle for your thoughts. But that's why God says, I'm going to leave you this comforter. Yes. You got to understand what is inside of us. Go to Isaiah 26, 3 and 7. Go to Isaiah 26. Because... We're trying to pursue God, but in our pursuit for God, our mind will travel. But this is going to teach you how to stop your mind from traveling. Paul says, even in 1 Corinthians 9, 27, he says, I keep under my body and I bring it into subjection. Yeah. You have, if you don't have discipline, if you don't, if, when there is no discipline, your, your mind, your emotions will travel. But when I discipline something, I beat it into subjection. I, 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 take it's, I take the thought out of that thing that wants to rebel. It's, it's, you know, it's like, listen, when you're fasting and you be, when we fast, we beat our bodies, right? We, die, we starve our bodies, die, 
bodies, right? And we bring it under subjection when we're fasting. We, when you, when you fast, you tell that thing it doesn't have a voice. You take the voice out of it. You take the power out of it. You take the desire out of it. You can see it, and it won't even speak to you. I know what I'm talking about. When you are fasting and you are under God, and, and you know, you know your purpose for fasting, it will take. It it takes. Um, it takes. Whatever wants to speak to you, it can't speak to you. Yes. Because when I'm fasting, I'm start. It might be hard in the beginning, but when I get over that first day, but usually when God, I don't, I don't usually struggle in my fasting, and I have to make things harder for me. But because I have a mindset that this thing is going to kill, and I take the voice out of the thing that I once desired, I take its authority away from me because my pursuit for God is greater than what I want, what I would want that's on the earth. Yes. Is anybody getting anything? I pray you're getting something. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're getting anything, just 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 speak to me. Just say, you know, you understand, you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So I got, I got to, I got to take the power out of it. So when I take the power out of something, it no longer speaks to me. It no longer has a voice. And that's what you got to do to earthy things that has power over you. You got to, you got to starve it that it can no longer speak that only God's will and his desire and his purpose for your life begin to speak. Paul says, I got to bring it under subjection. So what you do is you bring it, you bring it under subjection. You bring it into a place of discipline. He yeah. said, because if I don't do this, then I'm going to um, um, take on other things that are not my assignment. I'm going to preach to others and I myself is going to miss it. I don't want to miss it. So my pursuit for God is death. I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying to you tonight, but I want you to pursue him. Read Isaiah 26, 3 and 7. 26, 3, 3 and 7? 3 through 7. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee because he so, trusts in thee. So God said that he will keep us in perfect peace. I'm talking about when you're pursuing, that's going to stop your mind from traveling. The shalom of God. Thou will keep him in perfect. Whose mind? So you got to get this mind. We just talked about doing what? Um, letting this mind go and grabbing a hold of his mind. Because he trusts in us. He trusts in you. Then he said, what did he say? Verse four. Trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. So there's something that we got to do when we are pursuing God. We got to trust in the Lord always. Whatever doubt is there, whatever fights you from um, staying in this place of pursuit. You got you 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 got to trust God. The Bible said, "Lead not to thy own understanding; acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path." It says, "Trust in the Lord with all thy heart." 
And leave that to our own understanding. Everything. Everything in us, you got to trust in him. That trust is going to give you strength to operate in from the kingdom yes. of God. Keep reading. For he bringeth down them that dwell on high, the lofty city. He layeth it low. He layeth it low even to the ground. He bringeth it even to dust. Keep going. The foot shall tread it down. Even the feet of the poor and the steps of the needy. The way of the just is uprighteousness. Thou most upright doest weigh the path of the just. We have to understand what our assignment is. And God has set us up, amen, for such a great victory. You cannot allow, amen, the peace to be taken from you because when there's no peace, you are going to travel. You hear me? When there is no peace, your mind will travel in, 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 in areas that God has not ordained for you to travel. You can even become witchy when there is no peace. Mm-hmm. When you got no peace, the enemy will begin to um, camouflage a false peace for you. Isaiah 55 and 8 says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. God is trying to get us to, to set our affections again on things above, not on the earth. Amen. So Amen. I, I, I want you to see how we can kill this thing go to romans 12 1 and 2 so that we can stay in pursuit for god okay romans teach, not preach to you go ahead romans 12 1 and 2 i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your so, reasonable service. So number one, when I am pursuing God, I need to present my body as a living sacrifice. That means I need to offer myself up as a form of worship. Mm -hmm. Y'all don't hear me. I need to, I need to release myself. I need to give my body as a form of worship. I need to sacrifice myself as a form of worship. I need to allow the fires of the altar to burn me. That I'm releasing nothing but what a sweet smelling fragrance to him. That means that when I present my body as a living sacrifice, that means that I'm willing to die that he may live. Yes. I'm willing to die that he will receive an offering. My death is an offering to God that he yes. always answers. When I lay myself on the altar, and I present myself to God, there's always an answer. Yes. There's always a return. That return could take you into so many abundance of things. Worship is, when you give God worship, there's a return. Yes. It comes out of worship. And that return is him. <laughs> Go ahead, we're verse two. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Paul is always going after our minds. 
when you look at Paul, even the flesh, when he talks about the flesh in Galatians, Ephesians, all the Pauline epistles, Paul is always talking to us about transforming our mind, being transformed, um, being renewed, um, taking on the mind of Christ because he understands that when we let go of who we are and we take on him, that we become in a perfect state. Yes. Everything about you, when you release yourself and you receive him, you walk in a place of maturity. You're not immature anymore. Everything about you grows to a realm of maturity. Because there is a release of the finite of who God is inside of you. He said, I'm not, I'm, I'm being transformed. I can't conform. He told you, he said, I can't conform to this world. I got to be transformed and the way transformation takes place is in your mind. Yes. And when you look at that word mind, it also means heart. So I got to take on the mind in the heart of God. And then listen, when I take that on, then I'm able to prove what is good. Yes. I can't prove what is good. I can't prove what is accepted and I can't bring forth what is perfect. And I can't demonstrate the will of God if I'm still operating in the old place. My pursuit for God transforms me. Are you with me? Yes. All I'm trying to tell you is you got to get in relationship with God. You got to get in fellowship with God. You got to get in communion with God. You got to let this world and these earthly things go because yeah. you want to live on earth. You're going to limit yourself to the earth. When you live in the kingdom, you are not limited. The Bible says we, you know, um, 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 we're in the earth, but we're not of the earth. Earth is not my home. It's my assignment. I'm trans. Uh, uh, listen, I was in God before I came to the earth. Everything that was in God is in me. Yes. Everything. When God breathed man, everything that was in his breath came in me. Everything life came in me when he breathed because life is in him. The power to name was in him. I'm telling you, when you pursue him, the enemy don't want you to pursue God because he doesn't want you to come into your identity. He don't Amen. want you to come into the supernatural. He don't want you to come into decreeing. He don't want you to come in declaring. See, we do these decrees and we do this declaring, but we don't. But where are we decreeing and where are we declaring from? You got to decree and declare out of heaven. You're not weak. You're strong. You're not poor. You are rich. We got to begin to pull on those things. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm closing tonight. My voice is tired. Amen. I'm not going to push it because I need a voice this weekend. Amen. Amen. But um, I pray that you were blessed tonight and um, I want you all. Amen. Um, amen. Bless God, overseer. Amen. I see you on. Bless God. Amen. Prophet Nate is on. Amen. We had a powerful time. 
we had a powerful time tonight, but I know that if you if you can see what is in me and you can see my mindset, I know that I have walked my Christian life limiting who God was in me. Not only did I limit who God was in me, um, I limited myself from allowing myself to be used in the capacity that I could be used by I am. To the point that I know that I know the authority that rests in me because he swallowed me up. I know my authority. Mm. I know my position. I know my words have, have influence because God has influence. Yes. I know I'm somebody because God is somebody. Yes. I know I could, uh, 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 I know principalities and powers and rulers and dominions have no, no authority over me because I'm seated in him who's above that. I know I conquer because he's already conquered. We have to learn to live what, what he, what he purposed and stop trying to be what we already are. Yes. Do you, do you understand? Do y'all hear me? Stop trying to be what you already are. Just be. Listen, you don't already, you don't even have to become, just be. When he breathed, um, I said something today, um, Jesse, um, I'm trying to remember it. Amen. I got to go. I want to look at this. I know it's on my thing. Amen. I said, earth is God's creation. What did I say? We are um, the only thing that God created that is fighting his image. I, I said, what, tell him again what I, I know I said. What did I say? You said that we are the only thing that God created that is trying to fight his image. Everything else has become except for us. And that is why the earth is groaning, travailing, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. That's what I was talking to her about this morning. We were having a conversation, and, or was it last, last night? I said, everything that God has spoke has become. The fish has come, the trees has come, everything. And they did not try to stop producing what they were called to be. We are the only ones that fight what God breathed in us. And God is trying to deal with us about that. And then I said, we try to operate in the image we create for ourselves. We fight God's image. When we try to operate in the image we create for ourselves, we fight God's image. That's why I'm telling you, pursue him, pursue his purpose, pursue his destiny and become the I am that he is. 
I, God was just giving me things that we 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 got we got to let it go. We got to be who He wants us to be. Operating the power, operating authority. When I grab a hold of His mind, grab a hold of His mind. You are dangerous. Your image of what how you see things will begin to change, and when you see it, you can begin to decree it. And it shall be, it shall come to pass. It shall not return to the void. You don't got to pray about a word falling to the ground. It won't fall to the ground because you will decree it from the I am. It's time to awaken to our birthright. It's time to awaken to our inheritance. It's time to awaken to our position. Wake up and come into alignment. Amen. Amen. Those of you tonight may want to, you know, sow a seed tonight. You know what? I, I I was told today some things I'm learning about seeds. Amen. And, and it is important to sow seeds. We come online, we listen, but I'm telling you that there is a, a, a place that God is trying to take me to about not being ashamed or afraid of asking for seed. Because I understand the authority of it. I fought against it because I saw the corruption in it. But we need we need finances to do ministry. And when we, we come online, amen, and people receive, but they don't sow a seed into the word. Get a seed and sow into the word of God. You know, I'm learning that God will make a way out of no way. You know, somebody, somebody told me last night, amen. Well, you know, Prophet Nate told me a testimony. A man sold last night, he woke up to over a thousand dollars in his account. Somebody else called me and told me, amen. I'm not going to say who it is, but they woke up. God, she wanted to sew last night and God told her, God told her, go check her account. She woke up this morning, amen, to over another thousand dollars in her account. Far above was she even, she didn't even know where it was coming from. She had to check it out. So Prophet Nate is online, but I, I just want you to know what God is doing. I, you know, you, you got to sow. We don't like to sow, but we got to sow. And it's, and it's scriptural for us to ask for a seed. God is breaking something off of me tonight. We got ministry that we got to do. We sow in everybody else's ministry. Sow where you know ground is good. Sow tonight. Amen. This is new for me because I don't flow this way. Prophet Jesse put up the ways to give so people will know how to give. Pastor Carmen, I'm, I'm asking, they said, Apostle, you got to break that off of you. God is breaking that off of me. Because we're not trying to fleece you. We're trying to get you get a breakthrough. You can sow at text to give. Go to Cash App, dollar sign, Revival Fire Men 2. 
PayPal me, Revival Fire Men. There were seasons in my life that I understood sowing and I always sowed, I still sow. And I've always reaped the harvest from when I sowed. You gotta know how to sow. Sowing is a part of the kingdom. And I probably need to really teach it because it's something that I stayed away from. But you can text to give, cash app, PayPal. Come on, y'all. Sow a seed. We became virtual and people stopped sowing. And you got people online. Sow a seed. And there's people that don't even click in and they look and they get the whole word because they don't want nobody to know that they're online. Sow a seed. Cause people tell me, I'll be listening to you. I'll be listening to you. Sow a seed. I'll be like, I don't see your names. You don't show up anywhere. Not that I look at them anyway, but sow a seed. This is good ground. Don't wait. Don't say you'll do it later. No, do it now. Sow a seed. Dollar sign. Revival firemen too. This is a day of awakening. This is a day of coming into your birthright. You got an inheritance, a rich inheritance in the Father. God's going to do exceedingly abundantly above all what you can think or what you can ask for. This is your day of release. I'm telling you, June is a is a, is a very powerful month. You, there's going to be increase. There's going to be influx. Um, there's going to be financial gain. I'm telling you, June is going to be a powerful month for the body of Christ. But if you want something, you got to sow. You don't get a child. A woman could be wanting a baby. She's not even going to get a baby unless a man plants a seed. God, God planted a seed. Amen. Hallelujah. My prophet Nate, that's different for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Amen. But everybody, amen, everybody should be able to sow a seed tonight. Amen. So we bless God. Amen. We give God praise. We give God honor. We give God glory because he is doing supernatural things. He's awakening us to our birthright. He's awakening us to our inheritance. He's waking us. He's awakening. I want him to awaken everything that is in me. I want him to awaken it. I want to speak from his mouth. I want to breathe from his nostrils. I want his glory. I want his anointing. I want his favor. I want his peace. I want to walk in his authority. I want to walk in his wisdom. I want to walk in his counsel. I want the spirit of the Lord to overtake me. I want to go into realms. I want to be translated. I want to be able not to get on a plane to go to Africa. I want to get so close to him that when I walk with him, I will walk in the speed of light, but greater than that because God created light. If, if, if Philip was able to be translated, so can I be translated. If there could be a visitation, a, a mountain transfiguration, we can experience that now too. Nothing is nothing has been done. God is fulfilling his law. He's fulfilling his word. He's fulfilling his promises. Every promise he decreed over you. It is a yes. It is an amen. All the delays we take, the, we take all the the 
borders and boundaries and all this stuff that you put up over yourself that has eliminated has limited God from operating in your life. We destroy that by the power of the, by the power of Jesus, and we release God's anointing and God's favor, signs, wonders, and miracles. We release a breakthrough in your life. Hallelujah. I speak prosperity over you. I speak um, unfound money. I speak inheritance. I speak rewards. I speak land. I speak possession. I speak increase over you. You got to learn how to give out of your lack. You got to learn how to give when you don't got nothing. You got to give. Put something in the ground that God can work with. Put your faith in the ground that God can work with. Trust him. He's going to do it. He's going to bring it to pass. He's going to bring it to pass. Amen. Apostle Mr. can I just quickly say something? Yes. Um, I want us to really um, take note of the teaching of for tonight and even the teaching on the sewing, um, because one of the things that the Lord was speaking to me as Apostle Misty was um, teaching tonight, he began to talk to me about how she was teaching the ordinances of heaven. And one of the things about the ordinances of heaven, they operate above the ordinance of the earth. And so because yeah. we are in a time that God is really wanting the kingdom of heaven to really be in the earth, it is important that we get these kind of teachings, the teachings of knowing our identity, the teachings of knowing that we can decree from heaven, knowing that we have a heavenly seat. And so I want us to really take note of that because what is going to begin to happen in the earth is that the two ordinances, the one of heaven and the one of earth, they are going to run together in the earth and we are going to be that of the kingdom. And so God is getting ready to have the kingdom really explode on the earth, explode. Uh, uh, Explode in wisdom and demonstration and power and authority and in wealth. And so these teachings are very key to the order of heaven being established and seen in the earth. Amen. And I gave you the scripture, amen, that it talks about in Ephesians that you're going to have heaven and you're going to have earth and they are going to run together and then they're going to come as one. That's what the Bible says. We are in this season and in this time for a great supernatural move of God. Prophetically, I'm decreeing it. I'm speaking it. I know it's going to happen. I know that the floodgates are opening up. I know that there is a fresh manna. God, you, and I want you to understand that every time there is a release, Ebosha, Every time there is a release of revelation knowledge, you got to understand what God is doing. And God, amen, has opened up and he's releasing the hidden secrets that have been hid in the, in the foundation of his word. But he's opening our eyes of our understanding. Our eyes of our understanding, they have to come open to our birthright. They got to come open to the, our inheritance. They got to come up. Listen, we don't even understand this. God says we are heir and we are joint heirs. You got a double on yes. you. You, you, you. You are a heir and a joint heir. 
You have the authority, the power to speak and to decree and to walk in. When I'm an heir, it already is mine. Whatever is in the Godhead, whatever is in God, the Father, Son, it's in me. It resides in me. The hope of glory is in me. Amen. The fullness of God is in me. I don't got to look somewhere else for the fullness. When I accept him, the fullness came and it dwelt in me. The problem is we have not allowed his fullness, amen, to be released amen. out of us because we have kept people in bondage and we did not teach them the power that is in their mouth that when they begin to breathe, they begin to create. Yes, yes. You can create your own miracle. You can create your own financial wealth. You can create what you need. If you need if you need money, call it. The Bible says money answers all things. But if you're not using your mouth to speak it, it can't hear you calling it. Amen. Glory. Finances have an ear to it. There is an ear. Why would you say it has an ear? Because it came from a tree. It came from a living source. It came from a living substance. You got iron, you got metals, all that stuff that God has put in the earth. It belongs to him. God is saying, call your wealth in. Call whatever you need, call it in. Listen, God wanted light, he called light. God wanted animals, he called the animals. God wanted a firmament, he called the firmament. God wanted man, he made a man. But first of all, he said, let us make man. He spoke it. And then he went into action. Yes. Whatever you need, I'm telling you right where you are right now, open up your mouth and begin to call it in. Listen, you got to understand, Sheba's coming. She's coming and wealth is coming to the land. Amen. You got to understand, Ethiopia, he said, everything that has held your wealth, it is a season for it to let you go. I'm telling you, June is your month. You got to decree it and declare it. June is my month. It's my my month of financial breakthrough. It's my month of me getting my car that I need. It's my month, amen, of me getting that mortgage I need. It's my month of me going back to school. It's my month. This is a prophetic month. It's when the season begins to change. Yes. The season is changed. God is bringing forth wealth. Call it to your house. Call it to your children. He said your seed, 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 seed. Call it and it shall be blessed. It's time to set up that heritage for your children's children. That's right, Sister Melissa. June is your month. Hallelujah. Sister Shakira, that's right. Sheba is coming. Wealth is coming to the land. Audrey, yes, it is. Pastor Carmen, she's coming to my house. I call it. I decree it. I speak it. I prophesy it. I decree it from heaven, not my earth realm. He said, call those things though they be not as though they were. If you don't see it in the earth, create it to come into the earth. Oh, God. Create earth, command earth to open, you command the atmosphere to show what you spoke. 
Come yes. in your atmosphere to show what you spoke. God said, let there be, and it was. But what yes. did God do? He put a command on it. Oh God, I got it, I got it, I got it. That's what the enemy was so messing me up so much when it came to money about putting demands. God put it, everything God did, he put a demand on it. Mm-hmm. It did not have a choice to respond and say no because a demand was released. Yes. Somebody's walking through, somebody's in sickness, someone's going through pain. You, you open up your mouth and speak it. Reverse that situation. There's an anointing that is in you, that is in your belly, that the devil's been afraid to uh, to let you get a voice to speak. Yes. Amen. Prophet, you yes. hear anything? Prophet. You hear anything? You froze. Somebody just sent me something. It said, amen. Um, I prophesy God is putting your blessings on repeat this month. Prophet Jesse, you have something. Oh, I, I'm just receiving everything. You, you pretty much did. It, this is this is a very prophetic month. Yesterday, walking, and as I was walking, I started to smell something, and I said, "Smell something." You broke. You're coming in and out. Oh, you're going in and out too. Okay. Amen. Amen. Release what you said. I said, yesterday I was walking, and as I was walking, I said that, oh my goodness, it smells like summer already. And so yes. that was that was God's telling me that there is a shifting that is is that is happening. Um, so I just I'm just in agreement with everything that has been said. God is he's preparing his people position. Amen. 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 God is doing some supernatural things. Amen. Um, y'all need to when you plant your seed, you need to you need to you need to name you need to name name that seed tonight as you sow into the ground. Name that seed. Yes, it's acceleration time. Yes, put a demand on. I'm telling you, you gotta plant it in the ground. June is a month. I'm telling you, June is your month. Begin to decree it. It's going to come to pass. Amen. I know what I hear God is saying. That's right. That's it. June is my month. Begin to decree it in Jesus' name. So we thank you for being with us this night. Amen. We pray the blessings of the Lord upon you. Amen. Um, um, get again, go to Cash App, sow your seed. Amen. I know God is gonna do some supernatural things, amen. So um, I pray the blessings of God on you. Anyone who's not saved, the Bible said, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. If you pray this prayer of salvation tonight, inbox us, amen, and I will get back to you. But we are looking for God to do something so strong. That's right. 
June is your month. We're gonna we're gonna watch God move. We're gonna watch God be God. It is our season. It is our time. Operate from the kingdom, not from the earth. Okay. Operate from the kingdom, not from the earth. Amen. We bless God because Judy became a godmother, to, a god, a grandmother tonight. Amen. So we've given God glory, honor, and praise. Amen. Yes. We speak divine health. Amen. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all. Amen. 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 So we give God glory, honor, and praise this night. Amen. So be blessed, everyone. Amen. Amen.